Hi, I'm Jerry Nicole Love. I'm here to talk about Fantasy Islands Christmas special that will be on Fox on December 21st. So I'm here hanging out with Elias on the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. You're with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the man cave, your host, Elias. Gary Nicole, welcome to the cave. Thanks for having me. Nice to how's meet that? you officially. You too. Uh, how's, how's everything going on your end today? Things are good. Um, yeah, life is good. Uh, I'm excited that you know, everything's coming back. That's right. Life is coming back. I went out this weekend. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and you got projects coming out. I do. Yes. Which yeah. is also very exciting. So the listeners, the viewers are going to see you on a holiday special for Fantasy Island. They're going to see you on uh, Star Trek Picard. It's like things are moving up. Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> so so uh, before we jump into your, your projects, I was doing some research on you and everything. And uh, you grew up in England, huh? Born and raised in England? I was born in England. I left when I was okay. about four, and then I moved okay. to uh, the panhandle of Florida. So a big culture shock. Wow. <laughs> so like, like growing up, like how did you know this is what you wanted to get into? Um, I mean, I was always performing. My mom's favorite memory uh, to kind of just randomly throw out at events is when I was like three years old, standing in front of the TV in a wet diaper saying, I'm bad. Like, like uh, imitating Michael Jackson. So I've always loved performing and, and singing and dancing and all that. And so um, I was always in all the student plays. And then when I moved to Atlanta uh, for high school, I just really dived in deep and was in every production all four wow. years and was the president of my theater club, all, all the things. I was a drama geek to the fullest. Wow. Any, any backup plan just in case you were going to do this? <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, honestly, before, before my junior year, I, I thought I was going to be a lawyer and then I thought I was going to be a forensic pathologist. Wow. Um, and then I saw that, uh, that prequel to Hannibal, um, what was it? Red Dragon, I think is what it was called. And she was a forensic pathologist, forensic psychologist, and she had like all of her, her, uh, like work in her living room sprawled mm. out, you know, bodies in crime scenes and all that stuff. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't think I want to bring that kind of work home with me. I don't think that's what I want to do. Yeah. Um, so after a, a great experience in a drama program over my junior year of high school, I was just like, oh, I can, I can study acting. Like I can actually oh. make this uh, a living. So from then on, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to act. So I noticed like the Air Force base, no, uh, nothing about trying to join the Air Force at one point in your life or anything or. Uh, no, I mean, I am a. I'm kind of like a residual army brat in the sense that um, my mom retired when I was about six, but she was very much a nomad. So we moved constantly. And yeah, no, I just, I can't, I don't have that kind of collective mentality where you tell me to jump and I just jump <laughs> and no explanation. I'm like, but why, why am I doing this? But yeah, my family is a big military family. My brother's in the military. My niece is in the military. Wow. So yeah. Well, what was her reaction when you decided this is what you were going to get into? Um, I think she was shocked just because I was I was in mock trial. I was a straight A student, honor student. I was really um, 
excited about going to college and becoming a professional, you know, professional mm. lawyer, whatever that was going to be. And so I think she's just like, you want to, you just want to act. Like that's all you want. I support you. She was very supportive, but that's I think awesome. she was also a little, a little surprised. Yeah. Um, what's, yeah, her, what's her reaction now that she sees you on TV and everything? Oh, she loves it. She can't, she's like, I'm going to tell my friends or I, I've done a lot of lifetime movies and uh, she actually lives with me now, but prior to um, the end of this year, she was living in Florida. So I would constantly get calls and texts and like, you're on lifetime right now. And I'm just like, okay, great. Awesome. Like, so <laughs> she's always excited to see me on TV. That's great. So when you broke into the industry, what was one of the first uh, projects that you worked on? Um, I, I would say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was probably one of my biggest first projects that I worked on. I went in for a one-liner to play Quinjet uh, pilot and went in, shot that. And by the time I got home, they're like, they want to write you in for the season as a recurring. So that was pretty, pretty amazing experience because I personally love Marvel, you know, MCU is my jam. So to be part of that in any way was really an amazing experience. Yeah. Actually, one of the questions I got written down for you is like, how does it feel to be part of the Marvel world and then the Star Trek world also? <laughs> Yeah, that I know. I was just like asking people, is this is this okay? Am I allowed to do that? Am I allowed to cross over? Um, no, it's it's really cool. Just because I've always loved sci-fi, um, even when I was younger, one of my favorite, like when I was reading books a lot, yeah. I just love sci-fi. Um, so to be a part of it in both worlds is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I always kind of play the strong, silent, vulnerable type, and I feel like that works in these kind of bridge crew worlds yeah. and it's gonna be great because like for now you're gonna be like cemented in those worlds forever yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's really i mean i don't know how much i can talk about with star trek but it is really cool to know that i will forever be part of a bridge crew on star trek for all of time so let's talk about uh fantasy island uh welcome to the snow globe it's going to air mid-december before christmas it's a holiday special. How did you get involved with that project? Um, I auditioned. I was, it was through, uh, it was actually a really funny week of a lot of auditions. I was okay. doing a lot of self-tapes that week. And I remember self-taping for Fantasy Island. Um, Mark Rutman is the casting director. And I sh shot it on a Wednesday, found out I got it on a Thursday and was flying out to Puerto Rico on Saturday. So it was wow. a really fast turnaround. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an amazing experience and it just kind of happened so quickly that I didn't even have a chance to realize like, oh, you're getting flown first class to Puerto Rico, like learn your lines. Well, that, <laughs> so like, yeah, so like how long did it take you to even like go through the script and how are you going to play this character in like such a short amount of time? Um, yeah, this is my first big guest star role. So two episode top of show guest star arc. Um, so it was the most lines I've ever had to learn for uh, a TV show um, prior, you know, prior to this project, mostly recurring and co-star. So a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure when um, it's happening so quickly and you know that you're going to be carrying some scenes. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I have a theater background. I've been doing this for so long. It's every project that I've done prior to this was kind of getting me prepared. Every play that I did before this was getting me prepared. So I was really excited about all the dialogue. It was like, give me an opportunity, speak on camera as much as possible. I'm down, let's go. Um, but yeah, on the plane, working on my lines, in the resort, working on my lines, just constantly working on the character. What can you tell us about the character? Uh, Dr. Maya, she, uh, Maya Powell, she is, 
a doctor and uh, she specializes in neurology and she's a lot like me where she's very serious. She loves what she does, but she also has kind of like a weird sense of humor. Um, so yeah, she goes to the island to find her husband who's been missing for over a year and you know, drama ensues basically. You pretty much have to tune in to watch what happens. Exactly, December 21st, yeah. yeah. Uh, you said you filmed this in, uh, in Puerto Rico, right? Yes. Now, how was it with the whole like COVID restrictions and everything once you like you went there? Did you have to like quarantine for like before you started filming? How did that go? Um, well, I was I'm, I was vaccinated. So that was one thing that, you know, helped. But I had to get tested on that Friday before the Saturday that I flew out. And the restrictions for Puerto Rico are pretty strict, which is it's kind of comforting because, you know, when you get on the island that everyone's kind of taken care of. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, I had to get tested. Um, I had to have my vaccination card. You can't leave the airport until you like show that you filled out all of your paperwork. Um, but once you get there, you kind of feel pretty safe because of how much um, policy and restriction they have going yeah. going on there. How long were you on the resort? How long did it take you to film? Uh your your role um, i was there for almost two weeks okay. so uh it was supposed to be eight days per episode but we were double shooting um the episode yeah. so I'd, like go in for episode 10 and then in the day in episode nine or vice versa so it's very interesting wow. now how cool is it that they brought the show back as like, a reboot and it takes place like so many years later with like relatives of the original yeah um i honestly prior to booking it I knew about Fantasy Island. I've yeah. always, you know, seen the, the yeah. catchphrase, the plane, the plane, all that. Um, but I, I obviously was a little too young to watch it, like when it was out. But um, I don't know. I my image was always the plane, the plane. But then also seeing this handsome man in a white suit, and then to go yeah. see Rosalind Sanchez, beautiful woman in a nice suit. It was just like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm actually part of now. I'm part of this world, right. um, which which is an amazing experience. That's awesome. So December 21st on Fox. Yes. So what's that, what's next for you now? Any other projects that you could, that you could tell us that you got coming up? Um, right now, I'm just kind of enjoying the end of the year, that wrapping up um, and obviously doing a lot of uh, press for this and for Star Trek. When more information comes out about that, I, I can't wait to talk more about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just really enjoying um, this new process of, of my career, which I'm excited about. That's awesome. But how can the listeners of viewers find you on social media? Uh, I am on Instagram, um, Jerry Nicole Love, all one word. And I'm also Twitter, same, Jerry Nicole Love, all one word. Jerry Nicole, this was great. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.